Welcome to episode 10 of Betferg 101. Episode 10, wow, they're flying by these episodes. Uh, where are we going to start? Well, we have to start uh, with a reflection of last week's USPGA Championship. Um, yeah, we, we made money, uh, but uh, it didn't stop me getting absolutely lambasted uh, when I arrived at the, the home of cricket, what I call home cricket, column cricket club in, in, in Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, the great debate. Uh, anyway, forget that for, for the meantime. But yeah, I arrived at the cricket club for our uh, Division 3 league match uh, last Saturday to a chorus of laughter. All right, Ferg, Ferg, how you doing, mate? your golf tips getting on? Um, no particular impression of any one individual. Um, yeah, how did Sunjay Im get on? Uh, Matt Kuchar, uh, Brendan Todd, Harris English, how did they all get on? Well, I'll I tell you how they got on, as I told them. They all missed the cut. <laughs> they all missed the cut. Um, God, I mean, look, I, I could bemoan the fact that all four of them were on the wrong side of the draw, which is true. Um, but I, I think I'd rather just focus on the fact that... Uh, it's just another really good illustration of, of how much of a lottery outright betting is um, a, a real mugs game. And, and you know, we're going to see uh, when we do bet golf in, in, in future, the, the large stuff, amount of stuff is going to be proposition betting, um, match betting, top top five, top ten, uh, various other prop bets that, that, that we can we can have. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, that, that was frustrating. Um, and obviously, I think the biggest frustration for me was was Kepka. He was he was my main fancy at the start of the week um, when the prices came out. Very disappointed to see him open up uh, twenty to one on Betfair. Uh, he drifted to like twenty seven twenty eight on the off, but he never went above twenty two to one with with the with the layers, the fixed odds layers. And and as I said um, on record, I said on SENZ, the the radio station in New Zealand last week, and and on episode nine. I, I said everything's got a price, and I just couldn't couldn't touch Brooks at the price. Um, but I mean, let's just talk about Brooks Kepka for, for a minute. Um, just what can you say? What can you say about the guy? I mean, I last go back to last year's Masters, the the 2022 Masters, and on my Instagram, where I previewed every single player, and I, I went through Kepka. He was my main fancy. Um, just why? Just a winner. He went fully fit. And I didn't realise he was suffering. He didn't admit to the into the to the world that he was suffering with awful injuries, and but when he's fully fit, he's proven proven the, the Masters and uh, and the USPGA. He's just magnificent, isn't it? He? he really is. I mean, so let's say since 2010, um, most majors won. Kepka's at five, McElroy four, Spieth and Mickelson on on three. But this is the thing that is is absolutely mind blowing. Okay. Let's take Brooks Kepka's career in major championships. Okay, 14% win percentage, 25% top three finish, 39% top five finish, 50% top ten finish. So let's compare that directly with the, the great, the GOAT, Tiger Woods. Tiger's career in majors, 16% win percentage, 28% top three finish. 36% top five finish and 45% top 10 finish. Staggeringly similar. Staggeringly similar. Um, look, I'm not comparing him with the great Tiger, but my goodness, he's a winner. He's a winner, Brooks Kepka. He is a wonderful addition to the golfing world. And, and I, you know, 
yes, he's a bit abrasive. Maybe that's why I like him. Uh, but he's got something special. And, and the way he played down the stretch, um, he's putting. That's what I remember. The US Open at, at Shinnecock in 2018, where um, Fleet would post that great score. And a lot of people um, were saying it was enough. Kept Just kept holding those six to ten footers down down the stretch. And, and that's exactly... That's exactly what he did um, on, on Sunday at Oak Hill. He was magnificent, thoroughly deserved to, to, to win. Um, so what was, let this also reflect episode nine, before I give you the, the, the updated P&L. What was I saying? Well, talking about that competitive advantage of the PJ Tour players having, I think it said, well and truly gone. And it had. Uh, I thought the, the Liv players would be very competitive. I mentioned DJ and Brooks were the main two, and sure enough, Brooks has done the business there. Um, Scheffler talked about him being the best of the big three, and I said I'm for quite, quite some distance, and, and uh, he was. Uh, I think all the players that I mentioned individually, uh, I think Ram was never cited whether that was the, the New York crowd or not. I don't think so, because he's never in contention, so he didn't get a chance to combust, shall we say. But everybody... From, from you know, from Jason Day, Spieth, Thomas, all the, the comments, Rory flattering to deceive us, as Rory does, as is his wont. Uh, that's that's Rory McIlroy for you. Um, so yeah, happy happy with all those mentions. Harrington, better the week, top senior, wasn't he? Absolute better the week. That made made that very clear on my podcast. So where are we in terms of the the, the Betferg 101 staking? Well, we've now invested a grand total of 505. English pounds, um, a return of 565 English pounds, British pounds, however you want to say it. Uh, so that's a return of 12%, a return on investment of 12%. Uh, so that brings me to this week, uh, the Colonial, uh, at Colonial, it's called um, the Charles Schwab Challenge, big corporate, big corporate, uh, big company in America, Charles Schwab, and, and they're sponsoring this event uh, used to be called the Fort Worth Colonial. Uh, certainly, I remember it that back, uh, back in the 90s when I started getting into, into golf betting. Um, and, yeah, it's a course that really favours a straight shooter. Um, yeah, of course, you're going to have to putt well. You have to putt well every week. Um, but the weather's set fair this week. And, and uh, I, I, like, I like a lot of players, actually. Well, six players I'm going to mention. Um, sadly, um, this is not going to feature on Betterford 101. Uh, the staking. Why? Uh, well, I had a bit of a nasty, very nasty blow to the head. Um, uh, following, um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was cricket training on, on Monday and a very nasty blow to the head. So the, the moral of the story, I should be wearing a helmet in future weeks uh, or maybe forevermore. Six stitches in the head and quite badly concussed. Um, and, uh, yeah, probably wearing a helmet on nights out from, from now on. But you can make of that what you will. Uh, the reason that this isn't a staking week is because I wanted to do it this morning. But I've got to be honest, I woke up um, feeling I've been 10 rounds with Tyson back in his pomp. And I um, had to go to the doctor because I was quite worried about, um, you know, if there was some, some, something serious wrong 60 hours after it happened. But uh, the doctors checked me out and says it's just understandable given uh, the magnitude of the force to the head, but he seems to think it's given touching around the head and where I wasn't hit, that if it was some kind of fracture to the, to the skull, um, I would have residual pain, uh, not just, not just in, the, in the spot it occurred, but uh, everywhere. So that's a positive. Um, so I'm racing against time uh, on the way to, to watch my son play cricket. Ironically, a little, 
the little fella, nine years old, and uh, unlike me, he's a bit of a batsman, I am, he's, he's showing some talent as a bowler. But anyway, moving on, so that, that's why this is not a staking week, but hopefully um, by the time this comes out, still haven't started, um, some of the match bets always... Uh, some bookmakers they wait until eventual respective players tee off so you may well be the capitalise on Betford's wisdom here um, so who am I going with this week uh, well my leading man is Colin Morikawa uh, yeah his form's not great hasn't won since the, the Open in, in 2021 uh, nearly two years ago um, but this is of course tailor made for him uh, he was second here when he, when he debuted at the, the, the event um, a couple of seasons ago and uh, he this is his kind of golf course. Not long, uh, precision, re- precision uh, golf course. He needs to be a great iron player. He, he's all those things. What's held him back is the putting. Um, but he seemed to have putted better the last couple of couple of weeks. And, and uh, I'm going to chance him. I'm going to chance him. Um, how have I backed him? Backed him in a variety of forms. The major um, way I had him was with Corals. Um, I, I've backed him in, in their group betting. Uh, he's with Scheffler, Finau, Hovland and Sung Jae-im. <laughs> Sung Jae-im. Uh, goodness me, I won't be back at him again anytime soon. But 6-1 to one, Morikawa in a five-horse race, uh, as opposed to 14-1. to one. And the outright, so it's ludicrous that I've got a 6-1 to one, tremendous value, in, certainly in comparison with the 14s to, to beat the whole field. Um, and on that note, it's funny, he's 14-1 to one with, the, with the fixed layers to win and 16 on Betfair. Well, actually, if you look at the Betfair Sportsbook enhanced win market, he's 18 to 1. Again, it's just exploiting these markets and knowing where to bet. We'll be talking about that in future episodes. But So I've had a good few quid at 18s as well, um, enhanced win uh, and, and that group bet. So that's the, the Morikawa play. Uh, in terms of the rest of them, yeah, I'm going to the well again with, with English and Todd. It would, I mean, couldn't be incredible if those two were, were featuring... Um, Certainly, the really featuring the, the um, towards midnight our time on Sunday. And I think they might be. Uh, I think they might be. Harris English, yeah, a disappointing week last week. Of course, it was disappointing. Um, but a sneakily good record at Colonial, and um, a chance of just an off week. I backed him. Uh, similar, similar market um, to the Morikawa bet. So I've backed him in a group bet with William Hill. Um, at 11 to 2, and he's in a group there with Chris Kirk, Sewell Kim, Denny McCarthy, uh, Tom Hoagie, and KH Lee. Okay, so 11 to 2 there, English. Um, yeah, like, like English on, on, on that one. Uh, where else have we got? So the next player in question, Brennan Todd. Uh, yeah, he's got a fantastic record here. Um, three, three top tens. At Colonial, ideal course for him. I was mentioning that on the SENZ radio with Mark Stafford last week, and, and hopefully those those Kiwis who, yes, I apologise, guys, if you're listening, uh, for, for for selling you down the river with the, with the top twenty um, selection with with Todd. But I hope you've had a little saver, or more than a saver, on Todd this week, and and uh, variety of ways you can back Todd. The way I've gone is to, is to back um, Stephen Jaeger, J A E G E R. Um, German guy, uh, and, and I backed him at even money uh, with with Betfirst Sportsbook and Paddy Power um, on the match bet. Yeah, uh, only played it once before. Todd's, you know, got a series of, of uh, five finishes and, and appearances under his belt. And I think you need to know your way around this course. Um, Hogan's Alley, you really got to know your way. Horrible horseshoe, um, three, four, and five at Colonial. Really tough golf holes, and, and 
I think Todd's course advantage um, is, is going to pay dividends there. Uh, Andrew Putnam, another guy who goes well at Colonial. Um, I have backed him to beat uh, Kurt Kitayama. Kind of feast or famine you know, golfer, Kitayama. And, um, yeah, played great last week, um, top five at, at the PGA. But after he won at Bay Hill early in the season, he went off the boil. And, um, and I think it might be a similar story this week. So I like... Uh, I like Andrew Putnam at 20 to 21 there um, with Ball Sports. Uh, Davis Riley. God, he's a guy who's flat as... Oh, he's an interesting character, Davis Riley. I thought he, was, thought he had the, the world at his feet last summer. Produced a lot of good finishes without winning. Uh, he's, he, he won that team event um, uh, about a month ago. Zurich Classic in New Orleans. Um, since like missed three cuts in a row. But like those other three guys I mentioned, all around 100 to 1. We may, that would be made me out right after my earlier comments. Um, but I like him at 9-1 to one with, with Paddy Powerbet for Sportsbook to have a top 10 finish. Um, and a final word to, to Michael Block. Oh, what a sensation last week. Uh, what a sensation. He's actually my player of the week, so we'll, we'll save that for a second. But, yeah, uh, I backed him at 7-2 to two with the Betfair Exchange um, to, to make the cut value for me. Uh, only 120 players, 65 and ties will make the cut. And it, as Block said himself, he was told a while ago that the Colonial sets up his game. I think it does. Precise hitter. Got nothing to lose. Uh, he'd be riding the crest of a wave. Yeah, he could be. He could be absolutely out with Washington. Could finish stone last with all the emotions uh, of, the, of, of the last week or so. But at seven to two, I'm going to take take my chances. I've also backed him at massive prices. You, those of you on the Instagram could see what I was trying to do with Ben Victor um, back in the top five. And three figures in top 10, 66 in top 20 at 16. Didn't get a penny on, then they changed the price and it suspended the whole, uh, every market. Madness, absolute madness. This is what these bookmakers do. Uh, you know, bet franchise have a bet for peanuts and, and they suspend the entire golf tournament. Madness. Um, did manage to get a few shillings on with other layers, uh, uh, hundreds for top five, fifties for top 10 and, and 16s for top 20. Um, but yeah, the, the, the making the cut 72 was the bet there. So yeah, play of the week. We'll go on to Michael Blower. Has to be, has to be that seven iron into 15 in the final round that went in on the fly. He didn't even see it. He, he only found out it was a hole in one after Rory McIlroy. Great Rory. Um, great Rory. He's a great player. He's, yeah. uh, you know what my views on, on him in terms of betting value is but uh, yeah, Rory said uh, it went in and, and Michael Block was shocked it went in on the fly it was incredible it had to be the player of the week and the seven iron I believe that he hit the shot with is, is um, people have, have suggested they're bidding 50 grand for it and um, probably doesn't need it after 300 grand or 288,000 he won I should say um, last week but uh, yeah Michael Block um, definitely the player of the week um the villain of the week yeah i've just mentioned uh bet victor absolutely outrageous uh, they're certainly villains for, for what they've done to me uh, earlier i'm just reversing now um not easy to do so many things uh but i hope you've enjoyed this uh short and sweet well, it's never too short with bet ferg i've always got something to say a lot of wisdom though hope you're enjoying it hope you're enjoying what i've had to say this week um and as i said we'll hopefully the head injury will uh will sort itself out um, and, and we'll, we'll be back on form for, for episode 11 next week. But uh, for now, for Betferg from uh, the Wolverhampton countryside en route to watch my son play cricket, it's over and out. Take care. Happy punting. Good night. <laughs>